In this edition of Locked On Capitals, the new players on the Capitals team really stepped up and helped the Caps take down the Sharks. Let's talk about it next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition... Of Locked On Capitals, we have a victorious Capitals as they take down the San Jose Sharks in a convincing fashion by a score of 8-3. to three. This was a team that had to come from behind and pick up a big win. We'll talk about that in the show, and then we will talk about the contributions of some of the youngest players that were called up from Hershey and what that means for this team, Vincent Iorio and Gabe Carlson, stepping up and playing a huge role. Let's be honest, the bar wasn't set that high for these guys. We knew that uh, there would probably be a bit of a learning curve, but they ultimately came and contributed it and played a huge role in the capital success. And then we will talk about later in the show uh, the also the contributions of Craig Smith and just how this this uh, kind of new Capitals team has come together and gelled. And is this the sign of things to come? We'll talk about that, but just to get it going here, the Capitals do in fact take down the San Jose Sharks by a score of eight to three. This was a Caps team that had to come from behind and, and, and pull together, which is something they've struggled with here. You got to be honest this year, strong, you know, they had this new lineup. They had almost the, the blue line was almost completely new. Uh, and then also you had Craig Smith in the lineup. Uh, so just, um, just a, a good note for me, for the capitals in the direction that they're going in. Uh, you know, a bit of concern after the trade deadline. I got to be honest with you, uh, how this team was going to perform. I mean, were they in seller mode? Were they trying to tank? I've heard all of that out there, but I still think it's my belief that this team is going to do its level best to make a push, you know, maybe for a wild card spot. I know that it is going to be difficult, um, but just taking a look at the caps right now in the standings, they are in sixth place with 68 points and the Penguins which are in fifth place, have 71 and the Islanders 72. So it's not impossible to think that if the Caps went on a heater here and they started winning a bunch of games, that they could contend for a wild card spot. And I know a lot has changed within the last couple of weeks. It seemed all doom and gloom here when they were losing a bunch of games in a row. But now this team kind of seems... Uh, like they've turned it around to an extent and maybe is this infusion of youth what the doctor ordered um you know again when we saw Vincent Iorio and we saw Gabe Carlson get called up and the reason they got called up together is they were on a deep pairing down in Hershey so it only stood to reason and Gabe Carlson oh, giving credit where credit's due was a first round draft pick um same goes for uh, Vinny Iorio that was out there 
both played a huge role, and I'll talk about them that a little bit later in the show. Also, a big game for Rasmus Sandin and Alex Ovechkin. There was everyone was pulling on that collective rope, and it was a good team win. And that's what you need to be successful. There's so many teams out there that are one dimensional, uh, that they have one key player. You know, some people you know, from the outside could look at the Capitals and say, well, that team is all about Alex Ovechkin. And sure, he plays a huge role on this team, but he wasn't the only one contributing. He was the leader. He is the captain at the end of the day. But uh, just solid contributions up and down the lineup. Um, on Saturday, Alex Ovechkin and Craig Smith each scored a pair of goals, and the Caps rolled to an 8-3 victory over the 30th place Sharks at SAP Center, the Shark Tank. Ovi's tallies were his 34th and 35th of the season, while Smith uh, was uh, his first since he was traded to D.C. on February 23rd. And uh, what's one of the things that we talked about, and I've talked about in this podcast, is that we know that Orloff and Hathaway got sent out to Boston. And in return, everyone concentrated on the draft picks. It was just Craig Smith was like this asterisk in the corner that, uh, oh, and including him. And I got to be honest with you, I was not, you know, very familiar with Craig Smith. I, it, to me, on um, outward appearances, it just seems like Boston was trying to get his contract off the books. And I still do think that is the case because, you know, before the trade deadline, I was reading up on Craig Smith, and it was the case that Boston was actively shopping him. So it's not conjecture. That was the case. But we don't really care. He came here and in the game against the Sharks, killed it. He had that one goal that they washed out at first where it was almost like a cross check into the back of the net. And you got to love his his enthusiasm. He got in the ref's face right away and said, oh, no, no, no. You look at that one. That one was good. And as it turned out, it was a review that they did. And it turned out in Craig Smith and the Capitals' favor. And I like his determination. I like the fire that he has because you got to take a look at Craig Smith too, for an example and say, you know, there's not a lot of season left. And I think that the future for him in the NHL and on the Capitals is in question. If he can continue like this, I'm all about signing him to, you know, a longer deal. I don't want to get ahead of myself. It was only one game against a deplorable team. But if we can see that kind of contribution from Craig Smith, and they can get him at a bargain, then why not? But it is interesting that when he came here, he was kind of the afterthought. Everyone was concentrating on that number one draft pick, which the Capitals flipped and got Rasmus Sandin. But uh, uh, in any case, I will be happy with contributions wherever they get him. And in this case, uh, a good game for Craig Smith as well. And uh, I'm all about it. Uh, Alex Ovechkin recorded his 166th career multi-goal game, second in NHL history behind Wayne Gretzky with 189. In a 130th career three-point game tied for 20th in the league history with Brett Hall and Adam Oates. Alex Ovechkin recorded multiple goals in his third game for the 27th time in his career, moving ahead of Yamir Yager and into tie with Mario Lemieux for the second most multi-goal third periods in NHL history. Only Wayne Gretzky has more. 
Um, so just a, a big night for Ovi as well. And that doesn't come as much of a surprise. We know what Alex Ovechkin is capable of. So it is cool to see that production, but it's, you know, sometimes looked over because it's almost expected to a certain extent. Ovi has now scored at least one regular season goal against 168 different goaltenders with Capo Kekkonen becoming the newest member of that list. The only players to score against as many netminders in their NHL career are Yamir Yager and Pat. Patrick Marlowe. So if you take a look at it, another outstanding night for your captain, Ovi, Alex Ovechkin, and kind of led the charge. And you know, one of the things that I liked uh, just watching Ovi, I mean, when you look at him now, he's at the point in his career where he is going to be revered as the greatest, a legend. And sometimes these guys get um, a bit full of themselves, you know, and they're like, well, you know, I'm the, I'm the greatest thing. But the thing that, that kind of warmed my heart a little bit was that you take a look at uh, Vinny Iorio, who was starstruck being on the Caps. You know, this was his childhood dream to play in the NHL. And he finally got his moment. What he called a jaw-dropping moment uh, was when he got the big call-up from Hershey to play uh, on the Capitals. And to, to kind of have Alex Ovechkin kind of, you know, take him under his wing, you know, he went out of his way to, you know, congratulate him um, on, on his production out there. And he was involved in an assist out there as well. So just, uh, you know, a cool moment to see kind of, you know, the captain, your leader, this legend kind of taking this young guy, this young up and comer and just kind of giving him time to say, boy, you did a good job out there. And ultimately that is why he is the captain. Um, it's not just about, uh, Ovi going out there and scoring goals. It's about him being a leader and it's about him taking these younger guys, you know, and making them feel welcome because, you know, that's gotta be a tough thing. That has to be an intimidating room to go into there's so many legends in there i mean i'm going to go ahead and say Ovi backstrom wilson oshi um, just off the top of my head that has to be an, an intimidating situation to walk into and i understand that he was uh in the preseason was with the caps i get all that but this is where the rubber meets the road this is real nhl action um and so for Ovi to do that again it was just a cool moment for me because you're taking a look at you know the current uh, capitals and uh you know the leader and the you know the future which would be Vinny Iario and uh, you know Alexiev those kind of things so just a cool moment for me to observe that and good on Ovi for for being a good guy and doing that Nicholas Abe Cubell TJ Oshi, Matt Irwin, and Dylan Strom also scored while Rasmus Sandin in his Caps debut registered three assists. Darcy Kemper saved 38, including 18 in the first period, two goals from Smith, as well as tallies by Abe Kubel and Irwin. His first of the season allowed the Caps to grab a commanding 4-2 lead that was never challenged. And Abe Kubel, take a look at him, signed that extension, a new deal, a positive thing. I love that move, and I know that the crosshairs were on uh, Abe Kubel, that some people were vying for his services, but good on Brian McClellan for, you know, giving him that one-year deal to kind of see where he's at and maybe extend him out after that. But, you know, that's a building blocks. That's what we need is solid players. They don't have to all be all-stars, but just uh, a real positive thing out there. Um, about seven minutes into the third, Sharks coach David Quinn was ejected for a profanity-laced tirade directed at officials after a penalty call, and he wanted to get kicked out of this game. And I don't need to repeat what he said because this is a family show, but it was a four-letter word that he used over and over and over again, and he directed it at an official. 
you know that you're going to get ejected. And I think the frustration in the head coach is starting to boil over because his team is one of the worst in the NHL. And he knows that ostensibly this is his last season coaching, uh, at least for the Sharks. And, you know, it's hard, maybe potentially in the NHL in general. I mean, that doesn't, you know, speak well of your resume, uh, you know, given the fact that it is kind of a deplorable Sharks team, I guess he gets a bit of a break. Um, they moved on from Timo Meyer, one of their top contributors, when he got sent out to New Jersey. Uh, so, I mean, I understand the frustration, but you can't be using four-letter laced words directed at officials and not expect to get removed from the game. So good on the refs for removing them. They don't need to put up with that. I would not put up with that. The win came 48 hours after Tom Wilson delivered in overtime to beat the Ducks in Anaheim. They still face an uphill climb with back-to-back victories and wins in three of their last four. They've managed to keep hope alive with 18 contests remaining, writes The Athletic. So Again, a glimmer of hope. And what do I like? I like Tom Wilson coming back to this team. Um, he is a leader, and I still believe <clears throat> excuse me, that he will be the future captain of your Washington Capitals. Just a leader, another guy that kind of took uh, Vinny Iorio under his uh, wing as well as he handed him the rope after the game um, and kind of put him under the gun and said, okay, now it's time for your first speech. Another intimidating situation if you think about it. Being in a locker room with superstars and head coaches and media, and you have to say something, uh, you know, noteworthy and probably never had to make a speech of that sort of magnitude in his life. So, but good on Tom Wilson for also taking him under his wing and good for Vinny Iorio for, for coming up and, you know, producing, even though he did blow a tire out there, which led to a goal. Uh, but, you know, accidents happen and that could ultimately happen to anyone, but I am happy about the, these future players. Um, and we know that they were called up because Jensen and Faravari are out of the lineup. But um, still, I'm happy with the contributions that were made um, and, and just positivity going forward. That's what I want Caps fans to glean from this performance. These last two games, you know, it wasn't against real great opponents, um, but in any event, just real good team victories. And that's what you should feel positive about going forward. That's what I feel positive about. And uh, we're hoping for an upward tra uh, trajectory here going forward. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about the contributions of the other players on the team. We're going to talk a little bit more about Craig Smith and how he came here, you know, like I was talking about almost as an afterthought, but he stepped in and played a huge role on this team. What is his future with the Capitals? We'll talk about that next. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was about. Now I've been taking it for several months and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to taking each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. Now, I personally use it because I have young children at home, and if you have kids at home, maybe you can relate that you need that boost of energy. 
It's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting great. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up on the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So in this next segment here, we are going to talk about the contributions of some of the guys that kind of fly under the radar, some of these newer guys, and what they mean for the team. Uh, Just the Caps found their legs and scored four goals in the second period, including a pair from Craig Smith to seize control. Smith's second goal, it resembled a bunt in a baseball and proved to be the game winner. Required video review in order to be counted. Smith tipped Sandine, centering pass off Capo Kakinen's shoulder and up in the air. Smith then cross-checked the puck into the net. A, a cool goal, and we'll take him the way we can get him. Again, that was one of the goals uh, that was washed out at first, but it was found to be legitimate, so... Um, you know, I, again, I don't care how they have, how they have to get their goals. It was considered a good goal. It was cross checked in, which is legit. And again, you know, defying expectations. I did not see Craig Smith coming here and getting that kind of contribution, but I'm all about it. I was doing whatever I could do just to do whatever I could do to get it in. The veteran winger said it's hard to score in this league. Those are big goals around the net like that, especially for us right now with the direction we want to head. It's critical for us to get these games. We're kind of forced to play this way the rest of the year. Smith immediately argued with the referee that the goal should count. I had to feel it. He said, I probably had the best seat to look at it. I don't know if his automatic call has to be no goal, but I definitely got that. And again, that was one of the things that I liked about it as well is his enthusiasm. Um, again, there's not a lot of season left uh, for the Caps this year. I mean, I guess they can make, you know, potentially make a push for the playoffs, but he is coming in at the tail end of the season, regardless of the outcome of the season. And uh, for him to have that enthusiasm, that passion, you know, some of these guys, when they get dealt, they're kind of woe is me and they're just putting in their time. So for him to come to this team, I think really endeared himself to the locker room and the fans, myself included. Um, so good on you, Craig Smith. Um, I like your contributions. Uh, and he played a huge role. Um, what is his future on this team? I guess that remains up to him. If he continues to contribute, I, again, I would be all about signing him to, I mean, I'm, I would go in on a one-year deal uh, just to see what we have in him under you know a full season and then take it from there. Um, I guess it depends what they end up doing in the off season around um, free agency. You know, maybe they make some big acquisitions. Maybe they big co- bring Connor Brown back. That might change the complexion of things a little bit, but I would be all about bringing him back as long as he continues to contribute through the rest of the season. But I liked what I saw out there and just uh, a positive sign going forward. 
So the other players of impact were Gabe Carlson and Vinny Iorio. Again, the two guys that came here, we know that Gabe Carlson was picked up in the offseason as a bit of a depth piece, but he is a first-round draft pick. He played uh, with the Columbus Blue Jackets and for whatever reason wasn't able to find a home on the big team, even though they are quite horrible. Um, in any event, uh, we're happy to have him in the Capitals organization and him along with Vinny Iorio killed it. The reason that both of them got called up, like I talked about earlier, is that they play on the same line down in Hershey. So there's that comfort level. There's not that learning curve, even though I understand that there's a bit of different systems between Hershey um, and Washington. But suffice it to say, I like what I saw, and I understand that the only reason they're getting their opportunity is because Jensen and Faravari are out. But just to take a snapshot to see what they have you know, it's been long speculated that these young guys are going to be the next greatest thing. So to see positive signs when they come up, because oftentimes we'll see a Connor McMichael or a Hendricks LaPierre come up and they necessarily don't impress. But for Vinny Iario and Gabe uh, Carlson to, to come here and get contributions in their first game, that's a positive sign, and I like it, and I think that uh, you know both of them have a future on this team, Vinny Iorio in particular, um, drafted in the Capitals organization, so I'm very happy about their production. Uh, kind of puts the Capitals in a pickle of you know with these guys that, oh, they're producing, but now you got to go back down when Faravari and... Um, when Faravari and Car or, uh, Jensen come back, and then also you have to factor in when John Carlson comes back, it will be a crowded thing. But for right now, um, you know the blue line was de depleted, and uh, with all the injuries and the movement, with moving out from Orloff and all that kind of stuff. So to see those young players come in um, and take on a huge role, playing big minutes, that is an encouraging sign. Vinny Iario played a lot of minutes out there, so um, I'm very impressed with him, and I think that the arrows pointing up for him. Same goes for. For Gabe Carlson. Um, I'm just very excited about it. Gabe Carlson made his Caps debut in 2021. Second rounder Vin Vincent Iario made his NHL debut. Carlson and Iario, Iario were recalled from the AHL Hershey Bears on Friday because of the injuries to Nick Jensen and Martin Faravari. Carlson, skating in his first NHL game since April as a member of the Blue Jackets, recorded a pair of assists and a plus-three rating in 19 minutes of ice time. That guy ate up a lot of minutes. That's what we're talking about. Hats off to you, uh, Carlson, uh, Gabe Carlson. Just a really positive sign. Also, playing a huge role in eating up a lot of minutes. Vinny Iario, meantime, skated 14:48 and notched an assist, setting up Ovechkin's second goal. Can you believe it? I mean, if you have something on your bucket list, if you are a young man that is trying to get your future in the NHL to an assist on an Alex Ovechkin goal must be on the top of your highlight reel, and he must have just been on top of the world the rest of the day knowing that he contributed to, a, to an Ovi goal. And again, that was one of the moments where Ovi put his arm around him after the goal. I, I bet you, uh, that uh, Iario had to be beside himself with just uh, elation and happiness. It was just, it was a cool moment as a Capitals fan. Um, just very, very impressed. And I was just beyond impressed with Vinny and what I saw out there. I never dreamed of that. He said, it's pretty cool. He's one of the greatest to play ever. If not the greatest, I looked up to him. Um, Iario's mother, father, sister, and paternal grandparents flew in to watch his first NHL game. 
I told myself I wasn't going to have any nerves, and then I stepped out there, and there were a couple, he said with a grin. The first couple of shifts, I was just getting used to the tempo, but after that, the guys helped me settle down, and I took it from there, and he did. And the only thing, and again, he's a young guy. This was his first game. There were some nerves, and again, this could happen to anyone. He blew that tire that led to a goal. Other than that, Really great. Um, when he uh, got that assist on the Ovi's goal, they panned to his grandparents and sisters there, and they were overjoyed. I felt their joy. Um, you know, just just you know, you can feel the, this feeling of pride for these young guys that are that are finally coming up through the system. And I know that Vinny hasn't been down there for a long time, as he is a younger man, but just really special. And to see. There's a glimmer of hope in the future. It isn't just this mirage out in the distance that we have, you know, these young players that might be good. To see these players that actually were good and they actually did play well, uh, just as a Caps fan, made me overjoyed um, and I was very happy about it. So good all around for the Capitals and uh, just a positive feeling going forward. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about one of the biggest pieces picked up in all of the scuffle, all the movement on trade deadline week there. Rasmus Sandin came here and killed it. We'll also talk about two call-ups from Hershey and why did they ultimately get called up. We'll talk about them next. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you gotta try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise on taste, then man, I've got the thing for you. You gotta try a Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. So what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yeah, that's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. And I've spoke to you guys for the longest time that you can get these delicious Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can also get them at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, to start it off, we are going to talk about the biggest piece that was acquired during all of the craziness that went on during the trade deadline, the week. Not too much on the trade deadline proper, but the whole week and the week plus that led up to it, a lot of movement, and who was the biggest piece acquired Rasmus Sandin. We know that Orloff and Hathaway got dealt out to the Bruins. Why? Because they were on expiring contract. Orloff was seeking a seven-year deal. Brian McClellan and the Caps were all in on a three-year deal, so he had to go. We love uh, the contributions of Orloff. I wish he could have stayed. They just weren't able to come together. Same goes for Garnet Hathaway, that sandpaper personality. I loved him on this team. Same thing, an expiring contract. And it was the perception of Brian McClellan and the Capitals that they weren't going to be able to re-sign them to new deals. So they did the wise thing because if you would have waited till the summer and they would have made it to free agency, 
they would have got nothing, right? So it was just, uh, it was a, a wise thing for the Capitals to do in return. They got Rasmus Sandin and some draft picks. One of those was a first round draft pick. And the perception was they were going to take that draft pick and use it in the upcoming draft. However, they used that draft pick to sign Rasmus Sandin. Rasmus Sandin, they got from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And also Eric Gustafson was included in that where Eric Gustafson got traded to the Maple Leafs. They got the Maple Leafs got Gustafson, our first round pick in return. We got Rasmus Sandin. So um, a, a great uh, pickup for the Caps ultimately just wasn't able to find his way on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, just talking about his game here. He said, I thought I was awful in the first period. Sandin said, I had no idea what I was doing out there sometimes, but I think as a team, we stepped up in the second and third and we played really well. It was a lot of fun out there and nice to get a win. Again, it has to be a bit difficult to come to a new team, new team, new systems, and try to find your way. He did it. He played an excellent game. He had some visa issues that were resolved in his first game here. If he can, if this is the sign of things to come with Rasmus Sandin, I love it. I'm all about it. The Swede has been with the team since Tuesday after being acquired in a pre-deadline exchange. Uh, Rasmus Sandin became the fourth defenseman to record multiple points in his first game with the Caps, joining Christian Juice, Mike McEwen, and Gene Lemieux. Rasmus Sandin became the first de defenseman to post three points in his Capitals debut, just the seventh skater to do so, Mikhail Gravoski, on October 1st, 2013. That's a name I haven't heard of in a long time. Is the only skater to record more than three points in his first game with the cap. So there's nothing more that we could have asked for from Rasmus Sandin, the future. Folks, we are seeing the future of your caps out there. An exciting moment. Uh, a bit of sadness and sorrow just based on how this caps team has played this year. Also, the subtractions that people loved, even though he wasn't here that long, people loved uh, Eric Gustafson. Also, you take a look at Dmitry Orlov, who everyone loved, and same goes for Garnet Hathaway. Uh, in that conversation, of course, Lars Eller, Marcus Johansson, etc., so some huge pieces were subtracted, but you're starting to see the fruit of what the Capitals and Brian McClellan's master plan was as it came together and it gelled so perfectly in the first game that a lot of those guys played together. The arrow is pointing up and I as a Caps fan and someone who covers as team am elated. I could not have asked for anything more. So. The other news out there right now is the Capitals have recalled Protus and McElrath from Hershey. Uh, this story in Washington hockey now following an 8-3 blowout win over the Sharks. The Caps made a couple more call-ups to ensure some depth across the board, bringing up Alexi Protus and Dylan McElrath from the AHL Hershey Bears. Um, so both had been reassigned before the deadline. Right now, Washington has 12 forwards and six defensemen on hand following a sell-off ahead of the 2023 NHL trade deadline and injuries to Faravari and Jensen. With Protus and McElrath up, the team has an extra forward and extra defenseman available uh, and healthy. So that's what that was all about. There is some flexibility for the Capitals, as we know they have been plagued with injuries. So this team is getting reinforcements and backup in the event that um, someone gets injured, which is totally possible. We saw what happened with Jensen. We saw what happened with Faravari. It is definitely 
possible to think that that could happen, but I am happy with the depth. Caps fans, if you could take one thing away from this podcast is positivity. There's been some doom and gloom uh, that's been an inevitable around this time of year with a poor performance and their postseason in question, but right now, feel confident that the future is bright. I am beyond happy with Vinny Iorio and Gabe Carlson and Rasmus Sandin and Craig Smith. All these guys came here you know, and it, there wasn't a whole lot of expectation, I guess. I think that they were just like, you know, hoping that it would work, crossing your fingers that, you know, just keep us in the game. And they, you know, lived and played far beyond anyone's expectation. So positivity exudes as a Caps fan, as a guy that covers this team, I am more than happy and you should be too. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Make sure and follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So if you listen to this on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, wherever, make sure and hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you will know when the new podcasts are available. Also, head on over to the YouTube page as it is growing. We're at around 450 followers, and I cannot thank you guys enough. When I started this show uh, last year on March 1st, we only had 75 um, and I understand that that was the beginning of the YouTube thing, but to go from 75 to 450 um, in a calendar year for me, I, I'm beyond thankful for to all of you who watch and listen. You mean the world to me. Believe it when I say it. When you tune in on your way to work and put it on your podcast player, you watch us on YouTube, just know that I love all you guys out there and uh, it means the world to me. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This week, we will, we're looking to have a guest on that I'm working to solidify. I will have news on that for you tomorrow, but also all this week, we'll be doing game breakdowns and what the future is for your capital. So I'll talk to you guys again next time. Thank you for listening.